Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation and is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. We invite you to learn more by visiting healthcareexperience.org. All right, welcome back, Healthcare Experience Matters listeners. Today I am joined by Carly Newton. We are here with a brand new episode of our show. Carly, please just introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about your background in patient care and then what you're up to nowadays. Sure thing. Thanks, Casey. Uh, So, my name is Carly Newton. I'm a registered nurse from Australia. So I spent about 13 years in Australia providing patient care, primarily in ICU. I was an ICU nurse by trade, but then I did spend some time in medical surgical wards um, as I was getting my ICU um, post-graduation experience as well. So I did work in public um, public and private hospitals in Australia. And then about 13 years ago, I moved over to industry. So uh, 13 years ago, I moved to a company called Terumo Blood and Cell Technologies, which is a medical device company. Um, We we innovate and build machines that actually help get um, better outcomes for patients through blood and cell technology. So I started working for Terumo Blood and Cell Technologies as a clinical trainer and then moved to Singapore for about four years and worked as their global regional trainer. And then about four and a half years ago, I was transferred to Denver, Colorado, where I currently reside. And I work more in a commercial role. And really my role at the moment is getting better access of our treatments to patients. So that's a little bit about me. That's excellent. And I asked you on the podcast today to talk a lot about your early career when you were working as a registered nurse in Australia. We've never had a Australian healthcare provider on our podcast before. So automatically, I was really curious, what are some of the different patient experiences that you've noticed in um, Australia that might be different from what's going on in North America, and maybe you can compare and contrast, and maybe the two sides can learn from each other based on our interview today. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, interestingly enough, I was in the U.S. for about nine days and got acute appendicitis, so I actually ended up being a patient in the U.S. pretty early on, and you know what was really interesting? As I came out of um, anesthetic, There are a couple of things. Um, My boss at the time, obviously I'd been in the US for about eight days, so I didn't really have any friends or family here. So my boss, thankfully, nice of her, came down to the hospital and helped walk me through, you know, when I was in emergency. But what was really surprising was when I woke up in recovery, she was standing at the end of my bed. And I was like, oh, hi, how's it going? Um, And in Australia, you know, there's much more guardrails around when family members can come and visit patients and things like that, and you just would never get a patient, I'm sorry, a a family member in recovery. It's just a no-go zone. So that was the first thing as I sort of woke up from recovery and was quite nauseous and vomiting was the fact that, you know, there were just family members in, in the recovery room. And then when I got back to the ward, 
the nurse um, came and did my um, observations and whatnot and asked me to um, eat something. And I said, well, when is, when is dinner coming around? And she said, oh, no, there's a menu in your drawer. Just order what you want. She said, we've got 24-hour food service here. And that just blew me away because working in a nurse in Australia, there were three scheduled meal times. They were very basic meals. And when I worked on the wards and a surgical ward, if a patient came back at 9, 10 o'clock at night from surgery and they were hungry, we would actually have some ham and cheese sandwiches or cheese and tomato sandwiches if you were a vegetarian. And that is that was the only thing on offer um, at 9, 10 o'clock at night. So I guess for me, what really struck me was that this, you know, being in hospital in the US, it's it was designed to be an experience, right? You know, it's catered for, you know, family and friends feeling like they're in control and, you know, they can access and get access to you wherever you are in the hospital because it's, you know, they're right and they want to protect you and advocate for you whenever they can. But then the second thing that really struck me was, holy moly, this is a whole experience that these patients expect from being inside a a hospital so they were sort of the two things um, from very early on being a patient in the US that I that struck me the most that is really really interesting so as a nurse I know you've you've got a lot of experience with communication and in fact before we hit record here on our podcast you were telling me that you could talk all day because you're you're all that experience as a nurse so tell me a little bit about um, the importance of communication and delivering great patient experiences oh it's it's one of the most fundamental things which is going to help a patient you know understand what their needs are and understand what they need to do to get better right and you know I am a huge huge advocate of empowering patients through education, you know, um, especially when I was an ICU nurse, really spending the time to talk to family members. I mean, it's the most stressful time of their lives when they've got a loved one in intensive care and to be able to give them what they feel back some control because, you know, if you don't have control and you don't have the information to make educated decisions you can just feel like things just spiral out of control and then there's just you know a whole heap of things that can happen from that as well so I think being a nurse one of the privileges I guess I had was being able to help patients understand about either their disease or what was happening or the procedures that they needed to help get them better but it's really interesting after having moved to industry, uh, being on that education side around different therapies, um, around advocating to get better access of these procedures to patients, I think is just as rewarding, which which really surprised me because I thought there was a sort of big wall between industry and patient care. And as a nurse, I think being able to still empower patients, educate patients, on an industry side, is just as fulfilling and important as it is, you know, being that healthcare professional inside the hospital as well. When it comes to delivering great patient experiences in Australia, is there something that they do really well over there that maybe we're not doing so well over here in the United States that you've noticed? 
So, so I think both healthcare systems have phenomenal technology and phenomenal healthcare professionals that are highly trained, educated, and very compassionate and very empathetic towards patients. I guess where, and I think we touched on this before, where it's different in Australia is that patients come into hospital and they don't expect the whole experience, I guess. You know, they don't expect this whole journey within a hospital to be pleasant um, the whole way through. So I really think it's about, and that's so hard then on a physician or a nurse to manage those expectations, right? I mean, absolutely, as a, as a patient, you you absolutely deserve access to safe care. You need to be treated with dignity and, you know, be trained by well care professionals. I guess, you know, where it's different in the US is that expectation. You know, I was talking to a anaesthetist uh, a couple of months ago and he said it's really hard for him to manage patients post-op because everything is just so patient driven here in the US. And if he gets bad patient scores from his patients coming out of surgery, then he'll get reprimanded. And so it's hard because you're going to go into surgery and you're going to, you need to have the expectation that it is going to be some discomfort and some pain post-operation. And so if you don't have, you know, if you don't have patients coming in expecting to feel some discomfort at times, and you know that's going to be hard. You know you're going to have to. Be, you're going to be pushed in physical therapy. There's going to be days post up where you don't want to get out of bed, and somebody's going to come along with a walker and make you stand up. And if you don't do that, then you know your chances of you know post operative complications, etc. You know just skyrocket as we know. If a patient doesn't want to get out of bed and says they're going to fall if they stand up, they'll just stay in bed. Whereas I feel like in Australia. You know, I feel like we've got more capacity to help push patients to get them the best results as well. So I think that's the difference. Phenomenal healthcare, just sometimes the systems, you know, work, you know, more favourably, I guess, in Australia, I would say. Thank you so much. That's a really interesting takeaway for our listeners who might not be familiar with you know, the way that healthcare systems work in both countries and given your unique experience, I think that's really important to get your feedback on that. Um, Is there any other final thoughts you have before we wrap up here about delivering great patient experience and what you've learned over the years? Uh, No, not really. Just, you know, thinking about all the time that you are there for a patient advocate, right? You're there to be that person if they don't understand what's going on, that you need to take the time to explain things to them and, and help them feel like they they're have the or that they've taken a little bit of control back. You know, I feel a lot of the times when patients, you know, are brought with nurses or physicians, it's from the fact that, you know, they're scared, they don't understand. So the more time we can spend empowering patients and being their advocate it's going to get better results for the patients and you know make our lives easier as healthcare professionals this has been a great discussion carly thank you so much for your time today i'm extremely excited to get this one out to our listeners thank you so much casey thanks for having me thank you for listening to today's episode of healthcare experience matters 
Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. To learn more, please visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.